Connell Tribune, Thursday the 20th of June 2019. To be or not to be, it's a cert for leaving. Well, that's it over for another year. Three weeks of algebra and geometry, French and German, Shakespeare and George Orwell, J.B. Keenan, Sophocles, the Treaty of 1921, and of course, Gilda. Written in oral, the being of most kids who don't see it as our wonderful native language, but just as a hard-earned subject to get you to some Pat's or Mary's for primary school teaching with 500 brand new shiny leave insert points. 13 years of school, 7 at national school, another 5 at second level, possibly 6 if you take transition, and it all boils down to 7 subjects and chunks of 3-hour exams over several weeks. It's hard not to feel for the young students. The general consensus is that the whole future depends on getting the points for university. The system has evolved over the years and has left young people struggling to cope with the enormity of it all. Employers, the universities, second level, all feed into this notion that to make good in life you must achieve the magical points targets that the universities contrive to make the annual carnival for of CAO points as harrowing an experience as the students will ever face in their lives. Is it fair? Is it the only way we can deliver excellent young people to move into society and take up challenging occupations? Is the education system working to deliver well-rounded young people? Or in this modern technological age, are employers dictating what subjects and the type of graduates that society needs? Education is the most important thing in any young person's life. It goes without saying that to achieve in life it's vital to embrace education and try and be the best you can be. But we also know that school isn't for everything to use an old cliché. Back in the day very few people got secondary education and they survived. Many left school at 14 and 15 and could hardly read or write but became millionaire businessmen employing hundreds. Guys who wouldn't know Beckett from Beckenbauer but could build the World Trade Centre. Some who had to count on their fingers but made billions. Lots who wouldn't know what the constitution was but became political leaders. And others who achieved in the sporting world without knowing why there were 26.2 miles in a marathon or why is the penalty box 12 yards from goal in soccer. Many were illiterate, dyslectic or numerically challenged. But back in the day before Donna O'Malley brought in free education in 67, they were off to the bog or building sites and they survived the big bad world. Nowadays you wouldn't get a job cleaning the loo in the hospital without more points than Mad Man City had winning the league. Okay, I've been a bit facetious in my observations of education. That's the way it w- was back in the day. But we're in a whole new world. Education really is everything. It's just that the way of achieving it has severe problems for our young people. The stress and pressure that's put on 17 and 18 year olds to get four, five, six hundred points is immense. And we have to hold our hands up and say we all buy into it. Pushy parents driving the kids on to achieve, locked in a room till 10 at night studying, paying for grains to push them over the threshold. And then if they fail to get the required points, sending them to places like Yates College in Galway, where it costs 10,000 per annum to repeat the leave insert because little Johnny or Imelda has to do medicine, but did they ever ask the child what they want to do? There are grain schools in suburban 
D4 that are bringing in millions of euros from parents in Leafy, Rathmines, Rathgar and Ranala in a bid to get Tiffany or Germany to Trinity to preserve the family line of consultants and academics. Is there a fair system in education? No, there's not. It's 50 years since Dono O'Malley brought in the education bill, which delivered so-called free education to every child. The sad reality is that despite a massive uptake in third level places and the majority of children finishing second level, the stats show that certain areas of inner cities in Dublin, Belfast, Cork and Derry, there's been no major improvement in the educational prospects of kids from these working class areas. Whereas in places like Bald's Bridge, for example, 99% of kids go to university, while across the city in Ballymon it's 9%. Grain schools have actually exacerbated the situation and the division. In rural Ireland there's been a better uptake with young people going to third level. Ironically stats show the west of Ireland kids are more likely to continue their education and the driving force ironically has been the Irish mammy. The mothers of farmers' sons but mostly daughters who understood quicker than most how to attain the grants available to get the children to college. The stats don't lie. Be all that as it is. The reality is that education is the most important thing in our lives. There are no two ways about it. Our children need to be helped, encouraged, bribed, whatever it takes to get them to embrace education and try and make the most of their time at school and hopefully make it to third level and all that entails and then take their place in society and enjoy life. I firmly believe that every young person should get the chance to go to third level and not just a certain cohort. Every young person should experience the hallowed halls of Trinity, NUIG, Queen's and UCD. They should be accommodated whether they are early school leavers, travellers, migrants, inner city tough nuts or rural bogmen. They should all have a chance to embrace the mystery of academia and not just the 600 points kids. The problem with getting to university for third level with a rounded education we have created a monster of a system where it's just rote learning driven by grind schools to get the points. There's no preparation for the adjustment to third level. The kids who can memorise the most for a few hours in any given day sweep up the points, but if you asked them a month later they wouldn't remember a thing about the exam. That's not ideal preparation for the most important four years of your life, doing a degree or a postgrad. The present system creates virtual robots of students we find communication difficult whether in third level or later in the workplace and it's no wonder 30% of students drop out of college places after first year. Third level is so different from second level. Students are meant to think and work outside the box. There's no place for rote learning at third level, yet that is what the kids have had for the last two leaving third years. They are entering a world, whole new world and need to understand how society works Cramming and copying notes and material from dodgy educational sites isn't the way to achieve in academia. Is our system better or worse than other educational systems throughout Europe? The French and Germans are very different systems. The Germans especially have a more vocational edge to their programs as well as academic, possibly as a result of similar pattern to Ireland back in the 70s where they found that all parents wanted their kids to attend university and as a result the trade suffered to the extent they became in short supply within the economy 
So now the Germans, practical as always, have a more balanced approach to education. The French have the baccalaureate, stems back to the time of Napoleon, a form of leave insert, but results not a necessity for getting into university. Ironically, only one other country on the planet have adopted the Irish leave insert, and that was Gaddafi's Libya. They seen the Irish system as the best educational style, although not sure in the current mayhem in that suffering country is the leave insert still in place. The British, of course, have O and A levels, similar to Junior and leave insert, although I don't think they're an exact analogy. English students only study three or four subjects, similar to Scottish hires, and can specialise in a particular area, and also continuous assessment plays a big part. In recent times there have been problems with pass rates being inflated in response to Tory ideas for, ideas for grading schools. This has caused problems in educational circles. We don't want to go down that route. On a personal level, I went to primary school in Belfast where we were divided academically at the tender age of 11. They had and still do after 50 years an exam called the 11 plus. If you passed, you went to grammar school and qualified for free education. If you failed, you're on the road to the local secondary school just up the road. Ironically, the 11 plus is one of the few things that unites unionists and the Catholic Church. Both prefer to continue that elite form of education. I was lucky enough to pass the 11 plus, the only one of my mates to do so. And as they trooped off to St. Teresa's and Andy Town, I just wanted to go with them. But I was dispatched to St. Mary's down the town, one of the leading Catholic schools run by the Christian Brothers and a path to Queen's, a path that increasing numbers of nationalists were beginning to take advantage of, courtesy of the new education bill after World War II. My peers at St Mary's included Jerry Adams, T.D., John Cushnan, former leader of the Alliance Party, Pat Finucane, solicitor murdered by the UDA, Martin Lynch, former official IRA and now well-known playwright, Eamon Holmes, host of Sky News and Morning TV, not sure if the rest went to Queen's, but Big Jerry and myself became barman in pre-strife Belfast before graduating at the University of Long Cash in the mid-70s. It had left, had left school at 15 and 69 after row levels, just as the six counties imploded. It was a decision which I always regretted, but say la vie. 35 years later, after 20 years in a German-led engineering factory, and many years working bars, hotels and nightclubs. Voluntary redundancy gave me the chance to return education to education which I grasped with both hands. It was the greatest thing to ever happen to me. Six years later with a BA in History and English, a H-dip in teacher training and a Masters in History, I graduated as a secondary teacher, receiving the parchment from Miguel O'Murity, Michal's cousin. It was a special occasion with children, grandchildren and Mary present, but something I should have done 50 years earlier. So I understand the value of education and what it means to young people, including my own grandchildren, who have already undergone the stress and tension or will do so in the near future. Both George Bernard Shaw or Oscar Wilde apparently suggested that youth is wasted on the youth. Maybe it could be paraphrased, education is wasted on youth. It's hard to know. For many people, the leave and search years fly by, then three years at university and it's over before they're 21, and they still don't know what they want to do in life. The education system needs a makeover. Rote learning's not the way forward. 
Grounds schools are a money-making racket. The junior cert has seen changes in recent times, but it needs to be a stepping stone and coordinated with the leaving cert. At the moment, there's no clear pathway between them. University is a different ballgame. It's become big business as much as centres of learning. The income from non-EU students is an attractive inducement for college heads. Research is driven by finance with the top universities across the world, especially in the US, focused on attracting massive educational funding and top academics to their colleges, which is then reflected in their rankings in the centres of educational excellence worldwide. To all the young people out there who have just experienced the most difficult few weeks of their young lives, whatever your points you acquire in the leaving cert won't define you. As long as you've done your best, what you do with your lives from now on will be the reason you become the success you all deserve. Always remember in the present era there are many ways to progress in academia. You'll, you'll be fine. Cohartigus.